Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Cats Council. I'm your host, Catherine LeDuc, and today's episode is going to be a little different. When I first started working on this episode, I had planned for it to be a compilation of interviews with different Millis High seniors about their senior projects. But after my first interview with Abna Ashiagbor, I knew this episode had to belong to her. Take a listen. I am sitting down with the lovely Abna Ashiagbor. Abana, how are you doing today, girl? I'm pretty good. A little nervous. No, don't be nervous at all. This is super chill. All right, so we're just going to get right into it. I want you to tell me all about your senior project. So basically, I'm going to have a cultural showcase night um, for my senior project, which is going to involve people of different backgrounds and ethnicities to show something from their culture, like a traditional song, dance, or even some poetry from one of their favorite ethnic authors or something like that. It's really just whatever they really want to do. That's really cool. So when do you have this planned for? On April 6th from 6 to 9 p.m. I know it's a little late. No, that's awesome. Here in the auditorium, right? So what was kind of your inspiration behind this project? What, where did you think, like, this is something that we need at Mills High School? Where did that kind of come from? Well, I feel like, Obviously, when you look at our diversity in Melis, it is very low. We don't really have a lot of like minority groups in Melis. And I feel like for the minorities that we do have, sometimes they may feel a little bit uncomfortable with their cultures or just for a lot of the conversations we have about culture, race, and ethnicity. <laughs> sometimes the way how they may come across to POC may be a little rude or it makes them just like uninformed yeah yeah yeah. and it makes them feel really uncomfortable and even like shy away from their culture even more like for some people they may come from a really like you know ethnic family with immigrant parents so you know they're very different from their own parents just because they're influenced by america and sometimes their parents may not really understand, <laughs> like, yeah. you know, yeah. yeah, certain things. And then they also have to come to school and deal with, you know, that one kid <laughs> who's, like, making a racist joke oh in the God. back of the classroom. Yeah, no, thank you. So I just feel like a lot of the times they shy away from even, like, knowing their actual language yeah. or their background. And I feel like by the time they become adults, sometimes their culture and their heritage is just completely lost because culture is really important. And it's really important that as um, a first generation student myself, Mm -hmm. that I pass it on to my children. So we hundred percent. So like we don't forget our roots. All right. So over your research process, did you come across any sort of historical events that kind of proved the need for this project even more? Yeah, definitely. Um, The Dolls Experiment by Kenneth and Maureen Clark. This experiment basically explored a phenomenon by presenting black and white dolls to black children, and they had to express what they thought about the dolls, or they had to express... um, Like which doll they had a preference for, right? Yeah, basically. Um, And for a lot of these black children they expressed a lot of negative attitudes toward the black doll. Like the researcher would ask them, which doll is ugly? And they would point to the black doll. Which doll 
do you not like? The black doll. <laughs> Which doll do you think has the worst hair? The black doll. And a lot of the more positive traits were associated with the white doll. The one that didn't even look yeah, like that. Yeah. That's awful. And I feel like just because of what we're presented with in the media, <laughs> um, it really causes us to have these negative ideas about race and prejudices. Like, you know, blackface, really, really, really negative towards black people. And I think really just having black people be made as like, kind of like these characters, yeah. like, uh, it's no, like just, yeah, wrong. yeah, objectively yeah. It's not just right. like so bad, and especially like when you like think about a little black girl seeing this on TV. Like yeah. she's obviously gonna have negative thoughts about herself, even though she may grow up in a family with like you know two black parents. She's probably gonna think, oh well, you know we're kind of ugly, and this black girl has to go out into the world. And constantly be told that she's ugly or she's not wanted or she's just not good enough. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, obviously. So that, this project, yeah. this event that you're holding is going to serve as kind of a really cool representation, I think, for a lot of like young people of yeah. color. When they see when they if you know, if you can get a lot of young kids to come to this and get up there and they see people that look like them doing these badass cool yeah. things like that's gonna yeah. be so cool because yeah. that representation is so important yeah thank you i definitely agree do you feel comfortable sharing any personal struggles that you've encountered here at millis as a person of color that you think kind of further the need for this project um i will definitely say just like as a black student obviously like i face difficulties um like you know every day when I hear that, like, one racist joke. But, like, honestly, like, I feel like I really just had to learn to keep my head up. And I feel like my parents really helped me not want to be white, I guess. (laughs) Because, like, honestly, like, um, when I was younger, I remember, like, saying, oh, I just really wish I was white. And my dad was like, why do you want to be white? Like, where is this, like, all coming from? And I was like, well... I don't know, I'm just so different, like that type of thing. Because, you know, as a kid, you want to be included. Yeah. But, like, I think my mom and my dad, they definitely, like, helped me, like, you know, become confident in myself. And accept yourself, yeah. yeah. And I feel like acceptance is really important. And I feel like acceptance is really what I'm trying to do with my senior project. I think self-acceptance for the POC students and obviously for the younger students too. I think for adults, this project is really needed. But I think in these like types of communities, like these suburbs, I think it's really important to be like, oh, well, you know, that kid speaking in another language isn't that different. Like that's actually kind of cool. Like I want to learn more about that. And I feel like acceptance is something that we really need right now, even though it may sound a little corny, like, I want world peace, but, <laughs> <laughs> no, but, there, but we yeah, still got a long yeah, way to go, yeah, 100%. Yeah, it's definitely needed. So, Abana, throughout this interview, you've talked a lot about being a person of color in a predominantly white and sometimes ignorant space here. So what can we do as students, staff, or just members of this community to try and get rid of this ignorance and become more well-informed of the society that we find ourselves in right now? 
Um, I definitely think it's important to question the world that you're in. But I think that the way how the question is asked is really, really important. Like, for example, this year, when I first started working, I remember a bunch of people would be like, Abina, <laughs> Abina, oh. Abina. And I was like, oh, come on, yeah. like, just get it right. But like, at the same time, I really learned like, my name is from a whole different country. So of course, people are going to have questions about it. And I feel like POC don't mind the questions that are being asked. But if you definitely come up to them, or you're like, for example, for me at least, if you come up to them and you speak like a whole different language, yeah, like or just like, cool. yeah. or you or like ask them where they're where they're from, it's just uh, it's it just doesn't feel good. Yeah. But I feel like definitely if you ask like, oh, like I really like that name. Where is it from? Or can you tell me a little about a little bit about it? Or like why your parents decided to name you that? And I feel like you can question the world that we live in because that's what we do to understand certain concepts and certain systems and how they work. And if questions are never asked, nothing can. No end. change. Yeah, is yeah, happen. yeah, yeah, definitely. Like nothing can end if we don't ask any questions. And I think that it's very important that questions are asked. And I want, you know, both groups in this case, like POC and non POC, to just have like level ground yeah. and to just be open to those conversations because I feel like a lot of the time if the question is asked in a rude way or in a rude manner then the POC is gonna feel a lot more anger and resentment towards you know the non-POC and I think that that one interaction can really base off how that POC views other non-POC or mm -hmm. other like white people yeah so I genuinely feel like words definitely, definitely play like a big role in the conversations that we have. Because let's be honest here, um, at the same time, you know, we have like Socratic seminars at school and we discuss topics like racism. But to be honest, I don't think that will, you know, solve racism in a 40 minute class period or yeah. something like that. But I definitely feel like some people may prefer to have something like this where they can genuinely feel comfortable and then they can ask like oh where is this song from or something like that mm -hmm. and they're gonna add it to their playlist or something like yeah. that and that's gonna open them up to like other cultures and like promote diversity in that aspect because I feel like you know a lot of POC they don't want to become like the poster child for yeah. racism no, 100%. <laughs> yeah definitely um so I feel like it's important that, you know, topics like this are brought up in different ways and not just the Socratic seminar. Yeah. Because I feel like there can also be like a lot of fear, animosity, you know, tenseness, mm. I yeah. guess, in those types of situations. So I really, really hope that like this concert, like, you know, um, obviously, it's going to promote diversity, but I just really hope that it also makes people question and makes people have those conversations and not necessarily in a tough way, because I think we're always like, we need to have those tough conversations. 
But at the same why time, why does it have to be so hard? <laughs> yeah, why yeah, does it have yeah, to yeah. be a hard yeah, conversation? Like, yeah. like, and something that you're doing is just like, it's cultural cultural integration in a way yeah, that's yeah. like fun and it's exciting and it's not scary or tense. Yeah, like sometimes yeah. those conversations in class yeah. are. So that's really powerful. Yeah, definitely. And I mean, like I'm graduating. So, you know, I have like my two months and I'm out. Yeah. But at the same, <laughs> Thank God. <laughs> but at the same time, I really hope that, you know, this is like, my final thing. Yeah, and this I, is your legacy yeah, here. This is like, yeah. you know, this is like, yeah, like my legacy. This is like my final thing. And I just really, really hope that this like two hour concert can bring someone a sense of peace and like a sense of calm maybe. And I just really hope that this does something. Like I don't want it to disappoint. <laughs> it's not going yeah. to, I promise yeah. you. After yeah. after everyone listens to this episode, it's yeah. it's not going to disappoint. Thank you, not at all. Thank you. Give us a little sneak peek on what we can expect in terms of the different kinds of performances that are going to be at your event. Okay, I am really really excited for my performers. They are wickedly good, wickedly talented. So I'm also going to have Andre Gaines, and he spoke at um, an assembly this past like November. Mm-hmm. I think so, yeah. like right before Thanksgiving. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he basically spoke about all the atrocities done to Native American people and all of the disparities that they face um, in the modern day. But I also think that what he did in Mills was really, really important considering our history, yeah. <laughs> which is, you know, not the best, <laughs> but I really appreciate and I really value um, how he was able to come to this school with a bunch of white kids who really might have been like, oh, well, you know, it's just this like Native American guy. Like, I don't care. Yeah. But like, I have such a great respect for him for just doing that and um I don't remember but he made us do like this dance that was meant to like bring us all together yeah um and I was just like wow so you can really be in a room (laughs) with all of these kids who may have these negative opinions about you um but still want to bring them into your culture and yeah. show them no, what that's, you're it about. Was, it was beautiful. Yeah. It was so beautiful. Yeah. Um, I also have um, this African-American man named Willie J. Laws, and he's basically going to show jazz throughout the decades, like, wow. the, like the 50s, 60s, 70s. That's so cool. That's awesome. Um, yeah, it's going to be really good. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait. That's yeah, so yeah. sick. Yeah. Um, and I don't know if this is possible, so I'm not going to promise anything. <laughs> but I may get a drummer or two that's going to, you know, hype up the crowd yes. and, like, make it more lively. That's because, amazing. Like, after intermission, <laughs> people, <laughs> people leave. Yeah, 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 yeah. They get long. And you want someone who's going to bring the energy up 100%. in the room. yeah, yeah. Um, for intermission, though, I'm excited for the food. <laughs> yes. Oh, my goodness. Tell us about that. Tell us about um, the food. Um, I won't say too much, but gotta I'm just keep, saying. Got to keep a little yeah, bit of surprise yeah. factor in there for sure. Yeah. Expect a lot of flavor. 
Oh, yes, I love it. That's so exciting. And what was kind of the process like going through and finding people to perform in this? Like, I think that's so interesting because you're not going to find a lot of people like that around here. Do you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah, how, like yeah. what was your process like that? Um, so one thing I'm going to say about having a show <laughs> is just you have to get used to a lot of rejection. Mm, yeah. Like I get five no's in one day, one maybe. Yeah. <laughs> and then, you know, every once in a while I get a, yeah, that sounds interesting. Let's do it. Yeah, yeah. definitely. Um, and also just for getting people, a lot of the teachers had connections like Miss Fitz was a great help yeah. for my concert and just helping me find acts. And she also, wait, I can't mention this, so... I'm just going to not mention no, that part. Good. But, like, she really, really helped me, um, you know, put my ideas out there. I also think that it's just really difficult to pitch an idea and be like, I promise it's going to be good. You yeah. just have to believe in me. Like, me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like that type of thing. Because a lot of people see you and they're like, oh, you're like a high school kid and you want me to perform for a cheap price. But yeah. I'm a trained musician and I've been doing this for years, and you want me to perform in a high school? Like, it's yeah. that type of thing. Well, I'm sure yeah. it's also tough within the school because as much as the senior project is about, like, your personal goals and creativity, I feel like they try and push a lot of the same projects. Like, they want kids to do the same projects. And this is something completely new. This is something that hasn't been done before. Yeah. So you really kind of had to push yeah. yourself, like, to get to get people yeah. to participate, but also to to do it, to like yeah, be like, yeah. this is going to happen and this is going to be sick. Yeah. So I'm so proud yeah. of you. That's so thank awesome. Abana, this is so important. So thank you so much for coming on here and sharing. And everyone, make sure you pop out to Abana's cultural concert on April 6th, right? Yes. April 6th. All right, awesome. Thank you so much, Abana. It was a pleasure having you today. Thank you for having me. That's all I've got for you guys today. Be sure to attend Abena's cultural concert on April 6th in the Millis High Auditorium from 6 to 9 p.m. I already know it's going to be great. I'm Catherine LeDuc, and I'll talk to you next time on Cats Council.